folks, uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here. I'm going to check. Okay. Monday, June 21st, we are living in a post-emergency pod world. My name is Dave, KJ's here, Dylan's here. Lads, how do you feel about the emergency pod that we dropped Friday that no one saw coming? Quite literally. Uh, since it's about Mavericks basketball, I have not listened to said pod. KJ what? may have, on the other hand. Well, he was on it. Oh. I, was I, thought, on it was, I thought it was just you and Jake. No, KJ was on. The K- disrespect. The KJ. You didn't think KJ could talk basketball? My bad, players. Just wow. mixing it up. I know he can. I just didn't know he did. See, first he forgets the NBA and the tweets. Now he forgets me and an NBA podcast. I, I see that. <sighs> Some people, you're never going to live that tweet down. Say, uh, I, I fumbled big time, man. I thought the uh, the idea behind the tweet was solid, but I just, you know. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, you can see said tweet on the Too Much Dip Twitter account. That's Too Much Dip with two Ps on Twitter. Dylan uh, had been prepping me all day for this tweet he was going to get off. He's like, dude, I need to log in. I don't know if I prepped him all day. I asked him for a login. I got I got a tweet I've just been itching to get off. When you and, were telling uh, about this, you said he was been grooming you all morning. But you're using the word prep now. Prepped, yeah. Okay. Prep is different. He wasn't grooming you for the moment. I got you. He was not grooming me for the moment. And um, when I saw it on there, I saw it because KJ had tweeted a, a response to it <laughs> because there was a glaring omission, you know. Don't, I, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. You know, I Nobody included, go look at it and like it. I included the three sports that I was most excited about. Um, and it just didn't include basketball for me. I was very much into the golf. I was very much into the puck. And, of course, uh, college baseball. Very much into that as well. Of course, he says. Of hmm. course. Basketball, I was like, like, oh, yeah, there's also like a very important basketball game tonight after the fact. But <laughs> people got it. The idea behind the tweet still came across in the tweet. People laughed. We're supposed to be like a left-leaning podcast, man. Remember that's what they said? <laughs> we can't be out here just riding with those three sports. All of this centering around a tweet that included a turning point uh, keynote speaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Who? Uh, Trump was at a turning point convention, okay. which, uh, you know, no, this isn't, this, that's not what's, that's not what's going on here. Look, we, we set politics aside when it comes to come jokes. Mostly, yeah. yeah. Apolitical when it comes to semen. It was still funny. Whatever. <laughs> hey, it's great to have it. KJ back in studio. Uh, after several days outside of the country, it really gave me the perspective to, you know, just really appreciate, you know, the things that you have. You know, be where your feet are, if you will. Uh, so I'm just glad to be back in here mobbing with the boys. After the emergency pod, you know, it was another reminder that you know, we all have uh, – a lot in our lives. Some of us also have children who want to be on the podcast. And you're like, hey, you can't really not ready rock yet. with us. It's not, we're not going four wide today. He said, fuck that. You know what? I'm a mob. You know, and, and it, it was a real wake-up call. It was like, hey, um, you moved into your new place, Dave. Um, you just, uh, unfortunately, you don't have, like, any privacy whatsoever to record a pod. <laughs> and um, maybe sometimes you're going to have to deal with a screaming baby. The acoustics weren't what you thought they were? They weren't, and uh, I, I, there was a minute where I thought maybe I'll, I'll go do this on, like, my back porch. But I didn't do it. I, it would have been very hot. You know, oh. it is in Texas, summertime. Today the summer solstice? Is that how this, this works? Today uh, the first day? Today is, is a midsummer day, for sure. 
What does that even mean? Oh, uh, it's where you travel to another country with a woman after her family commits like multi-person uh, murder sue. And then mm. you get tied up in this like weird cultish situation that revolves around like the female reproductive organs. That was a good movie. You Dylan? Watch it. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> There's no chance in the world Dylan's seen Midsummer. It's a it's a no. Michael Bay movie. <laughs> I don't think it <laughs> it's is. A lot of explosions. I don't think it is. Things of that nature. But yeah, I have not seen Midsummer. Summer. Summer? Yeah, I don't, I a, think, who knows? Yeah. It's about a real basic like average to below average uh, wine taster. Which I don't look like the guy from fucking Psalm. He, don't he flunked out of Psalm school, but he's still like he's adequate at it. Yeah, like it's yeah, just, he, he works his, at he works at like Outback. His palate's fine. Yeah, it's kind of mid. He's like yeah, mid palate. Here, try some mums. Follow us on Instagram. Too much dip podcast. There, we'll post viral memes and videos. Maybe we'll give Dylan the keys and see what kind of gold he can whip up. We did post your your idea on there. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's something behind it. No, it was a good tweet. It was just, yeah. It was just, it was funny because there was a little bit of buildup with me. Dylan was like, "Can I get the login?" I was like, "Yeah." And then when I saw it, then KJ just torpedoed it. It was bad on my part, on my behalf. That was bad uh, gamesmanship. Uh, and I have no defense. No, it's okay. But I fairly enough assumed that anybody but Dylan had sent the tweet, which is don't pull punches on. Before yesterday, you did not have the login, nor did I. You know, yeah. pulling the curtain back. So I, I assumed it was, uh, you know, maybe Luka Doncic that I could throw some shots at. And, and and as the day went on, like I was also throwing shots at like baseball and other shows. Like, am I warring with Dylan for no reason? Now that your boy has uh, the login, look out! <laughs> I want to start firing from the hip. Tweet thread incoming. Yeah. All right, you know what that means. Time to hit the dip I line. It's time to hit the dip line. 833-371-DIP. Again, 833-371-DIP with two Ps. Remember, dip responsibly. Oh, and this one, it's for Dippy. I was going to say, I might just be like Ben Simmons in the fourth quarter, just shooting everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> At least See? We, we know, I know a little bit about basketball oh, over the man. weekend. They'll be grammatically correct if so, though. We can respect that. Okay. Do I have to do the dip line introduction again? No, I think, I think they get the point. So the dip one. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a break from the uh, the NASCAR Minute. We love, we respect the NASCAR Minute, but we got to check in with somebody else. Um, NASCAR Minute might have got cucked by, uh, I'm bringing my cooler to the fucking NASCAR track guy. Oh. And, uh, you know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go find him. We'll, put it, we'll, to, we'll put it on the IG later. Put it on the IG. Let's hit the dip one. Yeah. Wasabi here, Pekingese Grand Champion. World champion, Westminster Dog Show. And I didn't appreciate appreciate how last week's episode ended. Oh, one second. David, is, is this freaking Purina? I'm not eating this crap. Get it out of here. Sorry. Um, first of all, uh, if you bring a silly little golden retriever in the ring with me, I'm going to dominate his silly little ass up and down the runway because he's not ready for the heat that Wasabi brings to the table. And two... Put some respect in my b-hole. Some of us are willing to do what it takes to be a world champion, unlike, I don't know, Dylan. So, okay. Wasabi out. Of course, Wasabi's referencing the time that Dylan lost a bet um, and was supposed to have his um, anus hole bleached and uh, chose to not ever have said anus hole bleached. 
But that's cool that wasabi checked in with us. And, you know, wasabi is spicy, known as it's a hot food. So You know how I know that wasn't the real wasabi? It was a human. Well, no. What are you talking about? No. Uh, I, I think Purina is like the number one sponsor of the Westminster Dog Show, right? Oh, shit. So he wouldn't, be, he wouldn't be dogging a sponsor like that if he's ah. the, the consummate professional showman. That's what dogs do. I'm just saying that might be, that might be a fake wasabi. I'm just saying, Are you saying dog. that Wasabi just kind of sounded like uh, just an average dude firmly in our demographic? Yeah. Mm, I believe it was a real Pekingese. It just wasn't Wasabi. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Paul, okay. I'm not eating that crap. Yeah, you would be eating it. Yeah. It, you know, a lot of vets recommend you. Purina. They actually have new, real nutritionists on staff. Nine out of ten, facts. probably. Nine out of ten. Big facts. Okay. Can, can I say something I'll no doubt regret? Okay. In defense, you know, this is my olive branch, if you will. To Dylan for you know coming out of his neck on Twitter and for then calling me a, a racist sports observer basically. <laughs> did he call you that? <laughs> he alluded to it. He alluded to it. He did pick it. three of the the three the, widest the three sports. widest sports. Actually, yeah. the well, I was gonna say F one. Baseball's not that that. But the best F one driver is a black dude. That's true. Although yeah. maybe not the best That's right true. now. Oh, okay, whatever. V step. Yeah. Let's check the records. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> three to like a hundred and three. It's fair. Uh. So, Dylan, I want to, uh, as you will, untether you from this bleaching narrative. It's It's been like four different <laughs> I would podcasts. I appreciate that. Thank you. In, in many, many years. In, in your defense here. Right. Uh, have either of you have, I, ever bleached your hair, frosted tips, anything of the sort? <laughs> Dave definitely Buddy? has. Okay. <laughs> Do you even have to ask? Well, I respect that. I, I never asked to. I never tried. But Dennis Rodman was a very popular athlete in our day. The worm. Um, Eminem was, you know, a central figure in like my fifth grade to like seventh or eighth or ninth grade music interests. And so bleaching your hair was a great concept, but in the world that I lived in, had I shown up to school with like even gold hair or like yellow, it would have been an ass whipping. Cisco hair. Exactly. Exactly. It wouldn't have been a macho look, if you will. But I was still committed to the decision that, you know, I would like to alter my look in some way. Uh, along the same time, I you know began to grow hair elsewhere, so okay. I took some Clorox once. No, dumped it a rag, and just fucking went to town on the muff. And wait a minute, for like seven months, I was just walking around with like auburn hair. You said on the muff, you know, bush, whatever you want to call it. What are you doing? Wait, dog? what? Facts. I'm just in the trust tree. Hey, Wait, are you saying that you bleached your pubes? Hey, this isn't the trust tree, man. You, we got your hair. Like, serious there's question. four of us in the room here. Are Nobody else is going to know about this. Tons of people listening. Are you talking? Are you talking about the hair on top of your head or no. your actual downstairs? You're downstairs. I didn't have manscape back then to handle the problem, so <laughs> I was just very shocked that for like many, many weeks, like it endured. So, you know, whatever. KJ, this Live is something. Learn. This Did, is something. Wait, I, I sure you want us to edit this out? You want to, you want I'll live it? with it, man. It's been said on a podcast was heard by like thirty-seven people that week. Um, how did it? Did you have any reaction to actually no. putting bleach? There was no skin skin irritation, you know. So that was a surprise. I don't know what to make of this, David. I, I don't care. Uh, I'm as perplexed as you seem. I to was be. in the eighth grade. I don't give a fuck. So I think if anything, this makes Dylan look statute worse. of limitations. What are you talking about? He voluntarily put Clorox on his uh, downstairs Merkin region. I believe he called it a muff. His muff, his uh, words, yeah, not yeah, mine. Whatever. Paul Azinger's words Dude as well. Pube. 
People might be eating their lunch. I just wanted to soften it. And you and you had a chance to get cleaned up back there and get a bleaching so you could have like the perfect from the guy who, Westminster dog show by the West, like, guy who refused to too. wear an oversized Arby's polo to a bar. This doesn't mean much coming from you, Dave. Oh, wow. All offense intended. Well, I, all I know is I learned it from somewhere, and you are the OG of not paying out bets. As uh, Judge Joe Black in here, I will side with the plaintiff here. What? How? Your payoff was so easy. Oh, yours so, wasn't. You were so you were getting a benefit. So inconsequential. You were benefiting it. You would. You always complain about how messed up your butthole is. I know. And you had a I chance have, to have, I have it a paid for butthole. by the company. Would have paid for it. Doubt it. I don't know. The how fact much is that? Austin Westlake, dermatologist, whomever it was, had an opportunity to see your nether regions, and you passed on that. You know, that's it's a hot clinic. Imagine you know. just getting on all fours on a on a table. And I don't believe they, not no, they, no, they no, 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 no. They, they put your feet behind your ears. Exactly. That's so much worse. And afterward, they take you outside to take in some vitamin D. They let you sun it. I don't think they do that. They hold both ankles with one hand. I don't think and they then go do to that. town with the other hand. That sounds like a sex move that I don't want to be a part of. <laughs> Let's move along. Let's get back to the sports. Um, what, how do we get down this road? What are y'all doing know. here? Well, you just volu- volunteered up that story, and I am—I uh, I know I'm not giving it the proper due, and I feel like if we just move on to actual sports, it's, I'm going to think of something later. Well, it was either that or I like talk about going to Playa Mujeres and having a dope-ass time or get my wisdom teeth out and like that being pretty chill, but like everyone knows I'm built different. It wasn't going to be a big deal, so I figured I'd offer up something uh, of value. Everyone knows I'm built different, he said. Well, we do know that. Six-hour recovery from wisdom teeth. Step up, people. This dude might be built different. I mean. And yeah. you wouldn't even get that thing bleached. <laughs> Would you shut up? There's like no. I tried. I, I really tried. In the end. Thanks for calling in. Uh, yeah, that's my dip line. My wasabi. live dip line. <laughs> oh, my God. So, okay. Did y'all even have time to watch the U.S. Open yesterday? Did you watch the golf? I watched quite a bit of it. Quite a bit. I was on a golf breeze for a little. I, I didn't catch like eight hours of it. I do love afternoon uh, tee-off times for sure, or like late morning Do you like primetime golf? Yes. A little West Coast Thursday, golf. Friday for sure. Um, all I could think about watching Louis play 18 was Dylan just being in a similar position a few years back and then just blading a chip. Yeah, thank you for for uh, bringing that back up. Yeah, I did. That's all I could think about. Yeah. Amongst all the greatness. Were you excited to see Rom win his first major? Sure. I, I'm a wrong guy. I'm not a big wrong guy, but I, I do appreciate John Rom. Can I say I that I— know he's I, part of a short backswing clique that you're in. I'm in that clique. I don't necessarily ride with him. I don't necessarily rock with him, even <laughs> though he's rocking with us. Um, but it was—he was— he was He's obviously a worthy champion. Birdieing 17 and 18 was sick. sick. Those putts were unbelievable. You don't see that. Like, literally, like they, some stat about the last time somebody birdied the last two holes to win the U.S. Open. Hasn't happened since, I think, Tom Watson. Um, but I don't know. Something about Rom. Maybe maybe it's like his on-course, like, borderline meltdowns. And maybe it's just that I'm more tired of the narrative of, um, oh, he's got, you know, he's got his emotions under control. Like, that's kind of the cliché. Um, and that's not really his fault. So, um, but it was cool. His wife was there. Phil was there. Arizona State stand up. This is your moment. It's a, basically a home game for him. That's what people will tell you. He loves San Diego. Proposed to his wife there. I don't know if you guys heard that. Yeah, but I would call it home game for like what Xander Shoffley or 
was it Cat, Patrick Cantlay, who's like from San Diego. Or Phil's a San Diego guy. And Phil's San Diego guy. So, of course. You know. I, I think for Rom, I immediately went back to everything he'd gone through over the last two or three weeks. And by he'd gone through, you know, chose to go through by not having his vaccination sooner. But I don't mean that in kind of a grandstanding, preachy kind of way. I mean it hmm. in the sense that, like, we all know what happened. The way he handled everything after that moment, he, he deserves as much credit as possible. He owned up to it. He's like, you know what? I should have got my vaccination sooner. It's kind of how his public response that I saw at least was. He definitely handled it well. I would not have handled it that way. I would have been scorched earth. I would have thrown some shade at the tour. And in fact, a lot of people did throw shade at the tour yes. for him, but he didn't. And credit to him, he credits his positive um, or his victory, you know, on his positive outlook. Mm-hmm. There's something to it. I mean, everybody knows this podcast. We do nothing but positive thinking before we come in here. Positive We're on only. that positive ish. Yeah, major props to him. It would have been so easy to be just pissed off at the world at that point and just uh, let, let it affect your game. Didn't do it. Played very, very well. Had it closed out strong as we saw. I would have been inside my room just listening to Slipknot. Well, just, that sounds like a good day. Uh, I, I'm just glad he didn't take the Cole Beasley route. <laughs> what is that? Uh, you just get on Twitter and you're like, I'm effing quit. It's bullshit. You know, oh. it's trash. I don't know if you saw the, uh, unfortunately, an SMU uh, grad or alumni uh Des kind of played, played that same card. Yeah, but does it in the league and didn't go 10 pages deep with, I'm going to live my life however I want, be scared of me. But anyhow, back also, to Rom. Also, Des never got in the booth and recorded a terrible just, hip-hop album. just dropped, like, bar after bar. Of just Three heat. different albums, by the just way. Heat. Three. Kill a beast. Three albums. Um, but on back to Rom real quick. I think that um, we're going to obviously get to Big D Shambo uh, here in a minute. That's what people are saying. But yeah, but forty four on the back. The fact that Rom didn't bogey a single hole in his final fifteen when everybody, you know, Rory, Kepka, everyone picked up a bogey along the way down the way, you know, down the line. Like, that made it even more impressive. I don't really even feel like Louie choked this away in any form or fashion because the whole field played about as well or, you know, subpar as he did. Uh, Rom just fucking stood above the crowd, and I'm glad he ended up taking that win. Yeah, unfortunately for Louie, um, 17 is what he'll be thinking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, put it in the penalty area left. When you have all the room right, you miss right, you're fine. You know, you might be in the rough. You might catch a bad lie there, or you're probably going to be in the sand, but you're not out of the hole. Um, I thought I thought he was going to make that putt to uh, say par. I was hoping for it because I wanted it. You want to see yeah. it come down to 18. Um, some people in the group text were, were giving him shit about um, laying up on 18 from, like, what do you have, 221, 225 or something. 243, I think. 243 out of thick rough. Yeah. And absolutely – I think there had been one – one eagle all day on 18, and no one was holding that green. You're not going to hold that green from from that rough. You're not going to be able to put spin uh, on the ball. So his best chance that's was a borderline impossible shot. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what <laughs> Dan, <laughs> uh, Dan, uh, aka Jack Hammer, mm-hmm. friend of the show, he immediately was like, "Oh, you got you got to go for it there." <laughs> I was like, "What was he going to do?" Yeah. Like, it was like, like you know, just mash a five iron with with some spin on it out of the rough. Whatever. The tournament was done, and I feel bad for Louie. He's uh, Mr. Second Place. Um, he was actually my pick, fun fact. Smoothest swing in golf, man. I do like his swing. It's beautiful. It's kind of swaggy. 
they talk about the way they talk about him on the course though is like it's like he's walking around on opioids or something. They're like, oh, there's Louis. He's he's just so calm and relaxed. Look at him. He doesn't have a care in the world. Doesn't even know where he is. No, he does. Well, he does. What pissed? Well, I won't say pissed me off, but what uh, caught me off guard in their description about Louis was. And this guy from South Africa, from a 150-acre ranch in South Africa, and I'm like, okay, quite privileged. That's uh, sick, yeah. He's like, he's just a country boy and would rather be out on a John Deere. And I'm like, I don't know how many John Deere's are rolling around South Africa. <laughs> a little different game. He's like, just bought a large, uh, large acreage ranch in Ocala, so he's been – Ocala, Florida. So he's been tied up with that and would really just like to be back home on the ranch. And I'm like, Florida and South Africa, and they're, like, pitching this, like, Yellowstone lifestyle. And I'm like, okay, let's pump the brakes here. Like Louis's got cash, you know. He's he's chilling. He's good. It's not that he's out there like with a spittoon and fucking overalls. <laughs> this is uh this is a lot like the um the George W. Bush narrative. Oh yeah, the uh, just going back down to where was that ranch? Camp at? David. No, not Camp. Uh, David. Oh, not Camp David. Uh, near um, not Meridian. Down by Waco. Doesn't yeah, near matter. Waco. It's it starts with a C though. Comfort. Okay. No, that's not right either. Uh, Keep going on. But they're just like, ah, yeah, you know, he just he likes to go down there and clear brush to just kind of think and about stuff. And then he gets stuff. a picture of him on a knee. Fixing holding, a fence. Just, like, <laughs> just holding some shrubbery. Is that the same ranch they had to know? It was Rick Perry who had to get a name of a ranch changed. Okay, I think that was before he had taken ownership. <laughs> it was Just um, didn't get around to changing the In the world the of bad ranch names, it is the worst ranch name. Yeah, we won't even get no. into it here. On a podcast that... I forgot about, about a bleach. I honestly instant. forgot about Rick Perry. <laughs> um, former Aggie great, Dylan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he went to A&M. Okay. I, I've, I've put it off long enough. Not like I'm in here as a diehard Bryce DeChambeau stan at any moment. It was not a good look for SMU alums this weekend by any means. Why? Uh, between Cole Beasley's tweet thread and then Bryson's Sunday. Uh, all of the talk about Bryson DeChambeau's weekend was about how he'd gone to sleep and found his swing between Thursday and Friday, and then his defense had worked his way into tied for first at one point on Sunday. I think he had the lead going into the back nine. Like, bust, you know, nothing miraculous. That sounds he played really, correct. really well. Um, it was his to lose. I mean, in my mind, um, after about five holes, I was like, oh, Bryson's going to do this. And I was already thinking ahead to what shade he might throw at Brooks, how Brooks is going to have to re- react to this. Even though there was a minute there where I thought, oh, God, dude, Brooks is about to uh, go out there and post. Like, he's going to be in the clubhouse posting like four under. And that's going to yeah, really good. Yeah, Brooks really well, too, until, what, 17 as well? 16 or 17, yeah. yeah he, he had bogeyed, and then, I mean, it was over for him. My rooting interest was in Rory. Um, that just – I knew that wasn't going to happen, but – he gave his glimpses. He gave his flashes. But back to Bryson, 44 on the back, including, like, was it 17? It was 17. Where he, mm-hmm. What did he do? take a snowman? What did he have, an eight? Yes. Uh, but he had, he'd gone bogey, bogey, double bogey. Then he parred a hole. And then that's when just, I mean, as if all hell hadn't broken loose, it got yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't come down to that hole. Yeah. But that was um, – <laughs> people had some fun with that on the Twitter. He's a painful person to watch struggle. Like – because he's I, so lumbering. That plus, I don't know if it's um, um, why. Wow, why is the name blank? I mean, what's uh, Jordan Spieth is also you know people who are like can't get a hold of his emotions, hothead, cusses out, you know, like really frustrated. But I don't get the same like discomfort from watching Jordan Spieth be pissed off over the last four or five years as I do watching 
DeShambo likes he gets red, he gets sweaty. Dude, he's bloated. He That's why. Pissed. It's it's not good. When you're big when you're big, uh, strong golfer man and like you're just just You're telling a man who retains water like yeah, nobody's business. I I get what you're, you're going. You're just for. a giant jug of creatine. <laughs> And you can't, and you're just losing it. You're just, your lid's gonna pop. All right. So on the back nine, so he was two under going into number eleven. Okay. He went bogey, bogey, double bogey, yep. three pars in a row, uh, quadruple bogey on seventeen. Oof. <clears throat> to finish uh, six over. Okay, but what do you do on eighteen? He parted. Dude, it's all about the comeback. <laughs> <laughs> so went from tied for first, finished tied for twenty fifth. You think there's a and costing him two point one million dollars? Wow. That so it matter. cost him more. His Sunday back nine cost him more than it did John Rom losing that entire tournament due to COVID. Ouch. Because that I think the winnings for that was like one point two million. We talked about. So yeah, that hurts. <laughs> Is that why you're dumping off your uh, Orgain protein shakes? Because you no longer want to be associated with Bryson? Stonk was down. <laughs> so you're, just, you're offloading <laughs> them on the office? you that box of protein shakes up here? Well, I'm, I'm glad you did, but I love them. as I mentioned, I got my wisdom teeth out on Thursday. I thought I was going to be in bed just drinking nothing but soft foods all weekend, so I loaded up on Orgain. I was like, you know what? I really need to keep these around. Uh, if nothing else, your boy's got a head start on the gain season. I figured I'd share the wealth. Um... It was very nice of you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, quickly, uh, McKenzie Hughes. Balls Did, in the trees. Didn't still. know the guy before, but nothing annoyed me more than like the rule book jack off session that happened <laughs> after his ball gets stuck in the tree. Like the TV shot was there. They uh, they figured everything was known. They're like, here's the clip. The ball does not come down. Oh, here's you got to identify ball. his ball. Yes. It was just like, as opposed to another ball being in the damn tree. Like, come on. Um, that so was like the, 30 minutes. So the, the official story is it hit the cart path and then bounced up there and got stuck. I didn't see it, man. I, I saw didn't the see ball it hit the, the cart path. Yeah. I don't think so either. But or, I don't know. That would make sense because I would. that's got to be pretty tough for a drive to land in a tree and land, and just stay up there. But, yeah, that was a tough break. I mean, I don't think he was going to – he wasn't going to pull off any miraculous comebacks, but, like, that cost him probably quite a bit of money. You ever get a ball stuck in a tree, Dave? No. I don't think I have either. I may have and just didn't know it. Couldn't find it. Like, yeah, it's in the right. woods somewhere. Now, now every dude out there playing, uh, you know, Mo Williams or wherever is going to be just like look in and they're going to look up in the tree and be like, yeah, dude, it could be up in the tree. You know, climb it, check it out. Guy in front of me one time got his uh, Scotty Cameron stuck in a tree one time. I've no, I know a lot and of friends, including I think me. I've, I've offered, thrown offered a reward of a hundred dollars if we could get it down, but it was like fifty feet. It was a very big tree, so he just Couldn't get it. he chunked it up. He had a bad putt. And uh, mm. took it out on the oh, Scotty intentionally through, not like just lost grip. Yeah, it's a Scotty Cameron, a putter. Fuck if I know. Yeah, it's, yeah. Wow. Sorry. Oh, oh, it's a blade. It's not a you know, golf plane. Should find you golf plane. Yeah. I'm like, That's why not, are they I'm playing golf plane? He didn't know. <laughs> point guard, fucking golf courses like Mo Williams. Okay, cool. <laughs> that is the course, right? Yeah, I believe Mo you. Willie. Mo Willie. Yeah, sure. Morris I, Morris Williams. Okay. Not okay. Not Mo Williams, former Cleveland Cavalier. That's okay. I, what I said, but people call it Mo. Whatever. Mo okay. Willie. All right, yeah. People at home, I don't fucking know this either. Uh, <laughs> to my office. I don't even want to talk about the streaker because there might not be a weaker fucking sport to try to quote unquote streak in than golf. Hey, the wasn't guy even knew whose club he? did he have? By the way, I think just well, I guess he did have to have somebody. He? So he didn't bring it his own, did he? Yeah, no one brings a club in, right? 
It was, uh, it's not Top Golf. Not a bad swing on the on the lab. <laughs> no, it was pretty smooth. He uh, put a good move on. Golf Twitter liked the tempo. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Honestly, he was out there for way too long before yeah. anybody did anything about it. It was the most pathetic. Like, okay, I'm on the court. It's like standing up from the front row of an NBA game yeah. and walking out in the middle of the court. My first thought when I saw him out there was, uh, does the PGA Tour have security in place for this kind of things? I don't. Does this happen really? Not like football when they have the yeah. Just, you know, security guards just surround the guy. You got what volunteers out there, yeah. and spotters, but not security. Well, whoever was on that golf cart, back line people, that mule, what a gator thing. That's that your was, MVP. That was clutch. That's the real winner. That guy had some skills. Etch man. his name on the trophy. There you go. And to go out there and not fuck up the course, like imagine that. Like you yeah. get out there trying to skirt and stop, and you fuck up the fairway. Yeah. <laughs> Is he technically a streaker if he was not completely nude? Yeah, I, just, I don't. I don't like using that term for streak for uh, when I think of, when you say streaker, I'm thinking a dude just You're thinking D out, D mm-hmm. and balls just bouncing around. Yep. Sure. I agree. Just a messy situation. Gotta, Nobody think, wants to touch. Really, you're just kind of a nuisance. Call me old man, but get the fuck off my uh, fairway if you ain't nude. D out or nothing. Not to um, – I'm glad that it ended like it did with just a tackle, but, like, if it's a if it's a naked dude, you sh- should you be able to tase that person, like, to avoid, like, you having to <laughs> – Yes. I'm pro-naked tasing. Are you pro-naked tasing? What about if they're trashing an Outback Steakhouse? 1,000% pro-naked tasing. <laughs> it's just, like, too many things. You just don't <laughs> want to deal with that. Oh, man. Fun tournament. Yeah. Uh, I had fun watching, even though I had to switch to, like, six different platforms on Friday to watch. Very sick. I now have Peacock on my uh, Samsung. P what? Okay. Did you miss the shot tracer? Are you done? (laughs) (laughs) Peacock. (laughs) Did you miss shot tracer or Joe Buck? Because this was first year back from Fox Sports, right? I think. Or maybe second year. Golf fans will tell you that Fox did it. Outside of the first year they had it, Fox was – Fairly groundbreaking in a lot of the stuff they did. Um, I I like Joe Buck. Agreed. Um, I, I have think no puts issue. Puts a lot of work that. now. I like uh, Azinger too, and I don't know if you guys were listening, but did he tried. Was he kind of trying to work in a little sixty nine humor there yesterday? I do not like Azinger. You don't? I don't know why. You once interviewed him for a frat blog. It's you literally the did way, the way he says things. It's just. He's trying too oh, hard to be he's like kind of hokey. He's just trying, yeah. He's trying so hard to oh, be like these like guys edgy been golf guy, and it's just, it's just they all miss for me. These I don't guys, know. these guys have been thinking about this their entire lives, and they're nervous. Boy, I'll tell you. Yeah, I can't, I can't I, do zinger anymore. I, I'll bring it up when it gets to Olympics, but I can't stand the analyst who tells you what the person should be doing, and not like, hey, this went wrong because of. Like, I'm all okay with jackhammer. You know, in the group text, I'm not in the group text, but you know what I mean? Being like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. But when an announcer's like, oh, idiot, you need to be doing this. I'm like, all right, then go golf. Like, go do it. Like, you know, don't be telling Patrick Mahomes you should have thrown it here. Like, figure it out. You can say, okay, this didn't work out, but. He should have thrown it. Exactly. Um, All right. Can I run through NBA since uh, we're like two weeks behind here? And I will sprint through this. Let's go through every game. Every game. I'll get us through this quickly. Oh, before we get into it, let's yeah. just say this. If you want our – check out the okay. emergency pod we dropped Friday. Mavs, it's entirely Mavs-specific. It's it, We'll probably get into it. If anything we've missed, we'll talk about now. But I just want to say check it out. We had Jake Kemp on. He's our good buddy, friend of the show. He's on the ticket in Dallas Hang Zone. Shout out to Jake for doing that. Yes, agreed. Quality content, great insight. Jake is very Mavs-obsessed, has written for the athletic for them or about them in the past – 
you know, it, it was about as expert level as we could have asked for in terms of content. Even if you're not a Mavs fan or interested in the Mavs specifically, I'd say there's a lot of good insight into how your favorite team could explode in about 10 days. Agree. All right. So I was out last week and the Westminster Dog Show was around. So obviously there was not much time for NBA. But as of last week's pod, Philly was up 2-1 in Atlanta. Phoenix had already swept Denver. The Clippers were down 2-1 to Utah and the Bucks and Nets were tied at 2-2. This is kind of a prime example is why we don't try to go series by series and like make broad like predictions because since then we already mentioned the Mavs blew up. Go check out the podcast. Pelicans and Wizards fired their coaches. Chris Paul test positive for COVID. The only one out of 164 tests uh, in the NBA. Hmm. Uh, you know, convenient for him to like go in, hug people in the crowd, and then test positive like five days later. Idiot. Um, <laughs> Kawhi's out with an ACL injury. But since then, Clippers have come back. They won in seven. Philly choked away the entire series to Atlanta, and the Nets uh, lost the Bucks in seven. What I wanted to mention there, which I think we saw most of the Kevin Durant performances the last three or four games, if you're a Nets fan, which, you know, you're probably also a Yankees fan and a Patriots <laughs> fan. And occasional Lakers fan. Occasional Lakers. You're Cowboys. just like LeBron. You just go where he goes. Um, like, are you disappointed, in, obviously, that they lost, but, like, what do you take of that season when you didn't ever have a fucking healthy team at all at any point? Um, you're obviously gutted by the injuries. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to have that team, those three guys at least, together for at least another year, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe two. And I, I, as not a fan of the Nets, but I was pulling for them, I fully expect them to, to go out and run the East next year. And I think they'll be back in the they'll they'll be in the finals next year. That being said, to get like prime KD, like beasting, mm -hmm. borderline goat status, Dylan. He's like low key goaded at this. point. I mean, he's flirting with goaded. Um, it's like him, Elton John, Tootsie's, yes, Kevin Durant, just all. like sneaky goaded. You're feeling, <laughs> you're loving that. You you're liking what you're seeing. You're eight beers in, but. You got to think, dude. How do we make moves to get this team like more depth on this team? Uh, Joe Harris had an awful series. Mm -hmm. If that dude just hits like two threes in the fourth, like that's a whole. We're talking uh, Nets in the uh, the finals, the the Eastern Conference Finals. So I don't know, man. That's the that's the the that's the dice you roll, or you know, with the a super team. Yeah, is that you've got these three guys. That's where all your your resources are going, and building a team around them that can step up when two of the three are hurt. Even though Harden was out there, that dude was like twenty five percent. He yeah. was a decoy basically, and asked to be basically a spot up shooter, and he couldn't hit anything. Yeah, credit to Harden for gutting it out and getting out there. You know what value he brought? Who knows? He did put up some points in five and six. You know, played a reasonable role. But anytime you've got a team where you've got Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Harden, and then, you know, you're coached by Steve Nash and you've got – what's uh, Houston's old coach? Uh, his name? Dan Tony. Dan Tony on the bench. Like, And you're talking about Joe Harris as, like, a reason why you may not have won. Like, that's a problem. <laughs> they don't need to uh, make any moves. They need to be healthy, I think. Fair. Um, I, and if, if they don't make something happen next year, this little super team experiment will be a complete failure, I think. Yeah, I mean, when that's your move, it's, it's it's championship or bust. I mean the the trio of Harden, Kyrie, and Durant. I mean that's as that's as good a super team as we've seen, probably. I mean, on paper, 
on paper, I mean that's that's incredible. That, that off- Since Miami, offensively, that's, an, that's an incredible offensive Fair. trio right there. Defensively, okay, um, and they have they have pieces around them too. It's not like it's just those three. They have Blake Griffin stepped cast. up huge for sure. It'll be a failure if, if they don't if they don't win next year. I would say the way that these teams have worked and been successful, which I'm not sure if this core can do it. We'll see this off season. Is what LeBron's been able to do is you get players running to play for pennies on your team left and right. Uh, you know Shane Battier going to well, I think Shane Battier was already in Miami. I don't know, but you got a lot of those Rondo, Mike Bibby, Mike Bibby was out there. <laughs> Poor Mike uh, Bibby, like just going to play a role, any role on a team to make that team have depth and usually veteran depth that didn't care. They just want you get those ring chasers. Nobody else on Brooklyn outside of Blake Griffin would you kind of categorize as like veteran experience has been there, ring chasing, and can play a really pivotal role. They had um, um, I'm Jordan, DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan, on the bench, but like you don't have a role for that position anymore. Not that he's not valuable, but that position, or not that he's not a good player, but that position isn't valuable to have a huge big like that uh, in a series against you know Brooke Lopez where he can move around and shoot a three. Like you're just going to get outplayed. So. I'm interested to see him come back next year, but I would not be shocked if, again, they figure out a way to screw it up if they don't get some veteran depth. Uh, J.J. Redick, that was his whole thing. Yeah. He lives in Brooklyn. He wanted to be in Brooklyn, ended up in Dallas. And I, you know what? That was hurt. I was excited for him to uh, put on a Mavs jersey. didn't work out, but he will probably end up on the Nets in yeah. some capacity. And he'd be a good fit, I would say. More more players like that because Spencer Dinwiddie wants out. Like He was a budding star before Kyrie got there and everybody got there. So he'll he'll have a big role somewhere else. Compare that exit with the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh boy. Um you're feeling a you're you're feeling a lot worse than Nets fans right now. Mm-hmm. Um you've got this guy that you built your franchise around, Ben Simmons. Uh dude who I just I, I don't know if he quit on the team. I don't know what if he would you know, he's obviously in his own head in some capacity. He's passing up open like Open dunks in crunch time in the last two minutes of a game. I I don't know what happened, man. He shot the ball zero times in the fourth quarter. It's unbelievable. Which is like it's becoming a, is he a doing pattern, a bit? A pattern for him. I don't Five know. Five shots the, the entire game. Four points. Not good. And they were fouling him any time he touched the ball. And his free throw percentage was the worst in NBA playoff series history. Literally the worst. Yep. Um, he's he's scared. Like, worse he's, than Shaq. He's scared on offense. Like they invented the term hack a shack. And then hack Ben and everything else, which, you know, a tired bit. But, like, when you're worse than Shaquille O'Neal was in his worst playoff series ever, like, that's just pathetic, man. Like It's like he has the yips or something, man. He's just not even trying. It's That is uh, – he, and he's going to end up somewhere. I would like to see him in a place like maybe Portland where so he doesn't need to take a shot. You think Philly moves him? Oh, it's, it's 100% going to happen. He's not going to be back there. Okay. Simmons? Yeah. I, just I don't, don't know what they're going to get. That. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to get for him, but – if I'm Portland, I've got Dame Lillard who can shoot the lights out. I don't need you to ever shoot, but like Ben Simmons does some things good. He Rebounds can, and defense. His passing is also very, very good. Yeah. He's kind of like Rondo at his worst, like offensively, basically. Because Rondo used to have the knock that he cannot shoot, but he could make plays. Problem is, Rondo can make his free throws. Like if Ben Simmons could just make free throws, he's not a, as big of a liability. So it's, it's going to be a long offseason for him. I feel bad for Joel Embiid and for Seth Curry. Um, and for Paul George's ex, and for Doc Rivers' <laughs> hairline, I guess. But 
Philly, yeah. it's an ugly day to live in that the, city again. The Doc slander on the TL has been – the Doc and Simmons slander has been just heavy. I did ask if uh, – uh, and I did ask Jake this morning just to piss him off, you know, who says no to Doc Rivers and Seth Curry coming back for Rick Carlisle's rights to Philly. <laughs> but – they're gonna. I, I would think you give Doc Rivers more than one year to make mess of make sense of that mess up there. But yeah, I think I mean, so. He he threw Simmons under the bus. I know he was asked a, a, a fair question and he gave a straight up honest answer, which is the truth. But it, it's a tough look for it's a tough look for Ben Simmons. They were at tough Doc, look in his press conference. Doc Rivers was asked, "Do you think you can win a championship with Ben Simmons?" Or <laughs> what a shit. Question. And he said, "I don't know how to I don't know how to answer that question." Basically, oh, that hurts to hear. Tough scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we got to give credit to the Hawks. You know, they did win the series. It is so easy to say yes to that question. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, he needs, we got we got some work to do. Uh, yeah. I think Ben's a talented player. He's yeah. done really well right. in the league. He brings he's proven, a lot to which the Which is table. a very polite way of not of not answering the question. <laughs> he's got some things he's got to work on this offseason to make that happen. Um, in all this, yeah. in a game seven where Trey Young did not have his best effort. Yeah. Um, Kevin. He, 21 points. Uh, he very. I mean, look, he was better in the fourth, but mm-hmm. like – Kevin Herter, 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 I believe, District Two, District District Two, Section Two, Section Two. I don't know. It's Stand some up, New York basketball uh, thing. New York. Okay. Hey, he's a baller, and he was anytime he had Curry on him, like he got whatever he wanted. Mouse in the house, to quote a great man. <laughs> I got a burger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you can't you can't lose that game seven when like their best player has an off night. Yeah, and that's insane. I think it does. Atlanta deserves a lot of respect. They fired their coach twenty four games into the season. Um, Nate McMillan is a you know good head coach. He's been in the playoffs with the Pacers, but he didn't start the season out like crafting it as his team. So you know it'd be a lot like if Steve Nash exited stage left midway through the season. Like you're not gonna be like, oh, D'Antoni drug this team to the championship like without experience. Like you know he's got skins on the wall. So credit to him. I don't really love John Collins. Like, yeah, I, I get it. You get into a player in a series and like for you to rub it in his face by wearing a t-shirt of you dunking on him in game six of that series, like after the series is over, it's like, dude, you've got to go worry about guarding Giannis in the next round. And I don't see who on your team is going to do anything about it. Giannis has his own problems. He missed a lot of free throws, but he still put up 40 and like 15 rebounds damn near every game against the Nets. So you're going to have some trouble. Did he not wear that shirt before the game? Did he walk into the stadium wearing it, or was he, it just a, a press conference? I didn't see the – I only saw the press conference shirt. Because I so would respect that move much more. If he wore both on, if before he wore the game? Before the game. Yeah, I, I see. Before the outcome yeah. is determined. You That's know what true. I mean? Like, because then, like, you're, so you, easy to you talk add the risk after. of, like, if you lost, yeah. then you have to own, like, trying to come exactly. in and talk it. I agree. It'd be more bold. I, I, I truly agree. And now, at this point, you know, Dude. I still think Milwaukee's going to, I think – Probably in five, maybe. Shout out to the the Hawks front office because that's a, that team they put around Trey is really really good. Mm-hmm. It fits. Um, there's just a number of dudes who I had either forgotten about or like was completely unaware of that what their game was. Herder being one of them, um, that just balled out. Like yeah. they like everybody contributed. That was uh, and I've always been a Capella guy, and I I did not think he was going to be able to. Uh, withstand even a hobbled Embiid and he did uh, Embiid's still eight but Clapella offensively got what he wanted for the majority of this not you know he wasn't the star but he still had enough lobs enough pick and roll success to keep that game on it or that series honest and mostly because Trey's such a threat off that pick and roll so uh 
I'm interested in watching the series, but without a doubt, I'm, I'm taking Milwaukee to gentlemen sweep in five. Uh, Phoenix, without Chris Paul in game one, picked up a win. I didn't watch any of this game. I'm not going to fake that I did, but Devin apparently Booker Devin Booker's on another planet. You know, no Kawhi, no Chris it's Paul. A killer, man. Who knows? Did you see there was another altercation with uh, Suns fans and Clipper fans? I did not. Yeah. Um, Suns fans need to fucking tap the brakes. Like, and it was like 20 on two. Oh, um, no. It wasn't like a, it wasn't horrible, but like it was still like in the tunnel or not in the tunnel, but in the in the um, the hallway of the stadium, and it was just a whole deal. But it's like, okay, have we gotten enough out of Suns and Four guy? Well, like a, we can digest this another time. But apparently, there's a follow up breakdown video from the guy who got his ass beat, who inexplicably sat down to explain why he got beat up in a fight in the public. Like, dude, just fade to black, man. Like, all you got to do is answer to, like, the six people you work with and your girlfriend and, He you did know, himself on. zero favors by doing that. He looks like an idiot. Dude, some more saying so. he actually won that fight. <laughs> he had this big scratch on his nose. And that's, that's what happened. That, that, that's why he ducked out, like, covering his face and it was, it was bloody. He said he got scratched. You know, what? the weirdest thing about that entire video is why he just stayed leaned over like that. Like, even when Sons and Four Guy let go, he just kind of stayed there, like, gathering himself, like... Why didn't yeah, he, he just fo- step back and then folded. stop taking uppercuts? Uh, yeah. Multiple. Well, you know, however could a team with high ground lose a match, you know, uh, to probably an undermanned team? That's Ask a- us later in Verdansk, I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'll watch that series. But I, uh, by this time next week, that series could be done if Phoenix runs away with it. So who knows? I look forward to paying forty nine ninety nine to watch uh, the rematch of uh, Sons and Four Guy versus Nuggets Fan Man. The undercard after like Elizabeth Olsen and fucking yeah, no, it'll be the undercard to uh, Dylan and who was the guy you were supposed to fight? We had somebody who was I supposed to fight. I don't know. There was somebody last week. I'll fight. I'll fight that guy who's trashing my my hockey knowledge. Yeah, that I'll dude. I'll fight him. It'll be that undercard. I'll tear him up. I hope I, that dude's just. What if that's the seven foot dude? You see my shirt? You think I can't throw hands? Well, Dylan and I, I do train exclusively at Music City Boxing. We go Shout to Nashville to Music City for, boxing. for our boxing training. I realize I'm full blown asshole over here for not rocking my shirt in here. But Very thanks cool, to uh, Stevie. KJ Correct? doesn't support Music City boxing. MCB. <laughs> um, before we get into the College World Series, uh, do you mind if I talk about Headspace, Dylan? Please do, Dave. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy to use app. Look, times are stressful. We're getting back to normal. Maybe you have to go back into the office and that's stressing you out. Anything. You need some time alone. You need some time to kind of just wind down a little bit. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, they've got a three-minute SOS meditation for you. We've all used it. I used it to help me fall asleep. I'm a big Headspace guy. I was uh, new to the whole meditation scene, didn't know how to do it really at all, uh, kind of intimidated by the whole situation, and so I downloaded the app, and it walks you through it. Great for beginners, or if you're experienced, it kind of helps you as well, but for beginners, it, it really does just kind of lay it all out for you. It's quick, it's easy, and it's very, very helpful. Yeah. Makes it easy for you to build life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. It's backed by over, or excuse me, by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. That's crazy. You deserve to feel happier in Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash bang 
That's headspace.com slash bang for a free one-month trial with access to their full library of meditations for every situation. Wow. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash bang today. Baseball, Dylan's favorite mm. sport. Johnny Baseball over here. Tell us about it. The College World Series began over the weekend. Omaha. Omaha, yeah. Wait, I thought it began weeks ago. When did DBU play? The tournament started weeks ago. That was a super regional. Okay. That was the mid-regional. I'm making fun of myself because prior to this podcast, I'd yet to ever look at the bracket for College World Series. So the tournament (laughs) is very much just like the NCAA tournament, 64 teams. Um, The final eight is called the College World Series, and it takes place, of course, in Omaha, Nebraska, formerly at Rosenblatt Stadium. Now it's like a married trade, something. There's corporations. Yeah. Buffett money. You know how it goes. Mm. Uh, So we had had, – Let's see, four games over the weekend. Um, I watched one game, and that was a Texas game. Okay, how'd that, how'd that go Texas for you got as a viewer? absolutely mowed down. Was that pitcher eating? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was It was Mississippi State. Will Bednar is his name. Texas just could not touch him. He had basically two pitches. He had a fastball that he threw high. He, th- he was up on the zone pretty much the whole game. And just a devastating slider. Sweeping, big sweeping slider. He was... His shit was on. He was nasty. Texas could not touch him. Uh, 15 Ks through six six plus innings. Mm. 15 Ks. Three guys put ball put the ball in play. That's what that means, Dave. Um, were well, you four, saying that his a, what, were, base hit. what were your thoughts about his personality, like his <laughs> overall demeanor? <clears throat> He's pretty chachi. <laughs> you know, the which rain- is kind of the mo for college pitchers i think but he was he was pretty chachi and he, he gave a horns down leaving the mound at one point and which Real is original, oh, tom oh, herman oh, rolled over yeah. his whatever well, he's probably, in his he, probably, he probably cares less now his yeti coffin since he's no longer employed by the university of texas but it was it was just ugly and then they, he hands the ball off to this this kid sims who was like their strikeout pitcher uh mississippi state just has a nasty staff i think the Bulldogs. You know who went to Mississippi State? Former Ranger great Mitch Moreland. A lot of people did. A lot Rusty of people, Greer, A lot of too? people went there. Rusty Greer, did he? Yeah, I believe so. Very cool. Dak? Dakota Prescott. Rain. Dakota Come Rain. on, dog. Yeah, Dakota Rain. Or Come on, Rain, fool. Dakota. Dakota Rain is such a... I think it's Rain Dakota. ...pop country name. It's not even funny. No, you're right. It's Dakota Rain. I'm fucked up over so, here. I am fucked up. They tallied 21 <laughs> strikeouts in total, which is just dirty. Um... Texas pitcher Ty Madden also had a hell of a game. T-Mad, yeah. He gave up two runs, 10 Ks, which I think tied a Texas College World Series record. Dumb idea to like run a Clemens 10K and, in the middle and Brooks of the game. Kishnick. What? What'd you say? It's a dumb idea to run a 10K in the middle of a game. <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> I'm talking about Is baseball. Is it not a dumb idea? Wait, well, he, they weren't just like giving, like reading out their 10K or reporting it for the quarter? That was their 401K. Oh, okay. If you withdraw, you have to pay... Yeah, Texas uh, unfortunately got a tough a tough first first game matchup there. With so what's State. next for the Longhorns in 2021? They play Tuesday afternoon. Yep, and a must win. It's a winner go home. It's a double elimination um, until they get to the championship series. Then the slates are wiped clean, and then it's a best out of three series amongst those two teams, which is a format that changed 15ish years ago, I think. Who do they play? They play Tennessee. Tennessee. Two o'clock. Ooh. Um, Blue Bloods. NC State beat Stanford. Vandy beat Arizona, and Virginia beat Tennessee. So this, yeah, this Texas-Tennessee game is a uh, winner. Winner go home. Real quick, the uh, top prospects in college baseball: 
Uh, Ty Madden, number three prospect overall as far as in college. There are a couple high school yeah. athletes, including one from Jesuit, who the Rangers might yeah. have their eyes yeah, on. Ty Madden for Texas, who um, pitched last night. Number one, number two, Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter, both from Vandy. Vandy. So still in the tournament. Uh, Vandy also has like number 26 uh, player overall, Isaiah Thomas, outfielder. Uh, but Tennessee, only one in the top 25, according to uh, the CBS look list that I'm looking at right now. So Max Ferguson, uh, number 24 overall. Having one in the top baseman. 25 is still very impressive, yes. considering that a lot of guys, if, if they're, you know, Big-time prospects, they will forego college or go the uh, junior college route and not have to sit out three years before becoming eligible. Um, but yeah, Mississippi State just has a great a great pitching staff, unfortunately. So hopefully uh, those guys will be burned out by the time Texas, if they get to face them again, that happens. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Thank you, Dylan. We'll see how it goes. Thank you for honestly coming in here and doing this pod today. I know you didn't want to be here. Let me also mention the home plate umpire was atrocious last night. Twitter didn't night. like it. And I'm not saying that this isn't sour grapes because I think the bad calls probably favored Texas more so than Mississippi State, but they were bad on both sides. The bottom of the ninth, Texas did score one run. Um, They should have scored zero, honestly, but uh, the the guy extended the inning with the base hit, but he should have been called out on two balls that were absolutely strikes. Was it an ump show? He was just bad. He was just bad. He, He called a lot of strikes way outside the zone. And some that were very, de- very, very much strikes. He are called you, balls. So. Are you pro robot umpire? Um, uh, yeah, hmm. yeah. the The human element when calling balls and strikes, I think, is too. It's 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 not. Gr- I, I don't know. It's too. It's too great. It's too all over the place. Some and some umps have different zones. I like to call them high. I like to call them outside. And other other umpires don't. Sometimes they just miss it. So Taking all the humanity. Out. Balls and strikes. I think balls and strikes only would should be lasered, robotic, however you want to say it. I mean, they do it in tennis. <laughs> they do it in soccer. You know what I mean? Like the uh, human element shouldn't it shouldn't determine the outcome of the game, and it almost did last night. I'm pro human. Just in general, but I don't know where I stand on this. You're KJ, taking can you jerks. convince me the other side? Uh, yeah. <laughs> first they first they came and did the pizzas, they and then did, they took the balls and strikes. Now they're taking her jerks. Easy. I'm I'm pro jobs, as we all know. Uh, and an umpire would be one job. A robot umpire would take a lot more people to create that robot That's maintenance fair. and keep it up. Ooh. So create all of those jobs and get that one dude out of here. Uh, what about the carbon footprint that it would take to? Excellent. So I need that umpire to retrain his skills. To uh, you know, come up with something to get rid of that carbon. That's his job now. You you saying learn to code? Learn to code, bruh. Oh wow, <laughs> so dismissive. It's part of my green green initiative. Learn to um, code. You guys aren't going to believe where I stand on this issue, but we don't really have time to get into that now <laughs> because we got to talk about the Supreme Court. Doom doom. KJ, I hope you're well versed on this because this dropped when I was recording. Circling back. Yes, I, I brought up a little bit, and it's actually a continuation on something that's. Uh, it's been going on since 2019, and we gave the fast rundown of this back in the fall. But in short, this morning, the Supreme Court ruled 9-0 to zero, uh, that basically affirmed lower court rulings that prevented the NCAA from restricting – this is off the top of my head, by the way uh, – <laughs> prevented the NCAA from restricting payments to athletes for items such as musical instruments or as compensation for internships. Um, the NCAA was arguing to cap payments on – those sorts of things. So basically saying, which, you know, we're team no cap for sure. Yeah. Um, 
they wanted to maintain control over amateurism, that if they opened the floodgates on allowing schools, states to regulate whether or not players could be paid for even that name, image, likeness rules, which we'll get into in a second, that there was going to be no limit on me, I don't know, Brett Bomar comes to mind, hiring a player as an oh. intern and then just paying him thousands of dollars to do nothing for that internship. Um, the NCAA was like, we need to put a cap on how much these players can make in these things. Nine to zero, every Supreme Court justice said, fuck that. Like, no, like that's not the American way. Uh, and, and it wasn't clear what they were arguing for. Uh, tomorrow and the next day, NCAA, NCAA will be meeting to further discuss this ruling internally. But everyone expects that basically the writing's been on the wall for months, and I can kind of give a quick timeline here in a second. Uh, and then on the 28th of this month, expect a, uh, an announcement from the NCAA saying like, hey, we're getting out of the way because on July 1st, uh, several states, including Texas, Georgia, Mississippi, uh, I've got the rest of the list here, Alabama, Florida, New Mexico, all of their name, image, likeness laws go into effect. Um, oddly enough, what got the ball rolling is that California uh, was the first one to drop a law on the NCAA and say, get, you know, figure this out. We're going to allow players to do this by a certain date, and their law doesn't go into effect until later on this year. So it's been going on since 2019. As of July 1st in those states, you know, the teams can come to agreements. And I think the first agreement was already announced recently where I think it's like the entire University of Georgia football team will receive payments for, I don't know if it was Adidas or somebody, but they did it as a block agreement with the entire team. Um, so storm's coming. Hmm. Sounds like a Neil Gorsuch joint. Did he pen this opinion? Uh, he, I think his, he, he was him and um, Kavanaugh both had hmm. their uh, opinions were uh, whatever you want to call. I'm not, you're the chain. He drank you beer. Tell me the words that I'm supposed to use in here. I saw their words. They wrote the opinion. There you go. Um, Dylan, it does bring me to a question here in relation to what you're talking about as far as players who go JUCO route versus college and all of that. Like, this doesn't just affect football. This is every sport at play here. So, like, then if I'm a baseball player and I know I can go make money playing college baseball as opposed to riding it out for the Round Rock Express or the Des Moines – Thunderbutts, like so. That's a quick way, in your opinion, to become a household name is through college. Maybe make money and be in a nicer experience. You know, yeah. hang out with some coeds, little PMV action there. That's interesting. POV action, that, that, POD that's for sure. If if you're if you're a big Boom. time prospect and you 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 have a chance to start for a Texas at USC or a team like that. Oh, here we go. But yeah, those no, are, it's true. Those are big brands. But you've got to start making the money make sense of like Jeez. the Yankees will throw a million dollars at a high school kid to go sit and you know, I'm going to keep naming cities and places people. Fort Wayne, I've seen their stadium. It's pretty tight. Um, and go sit and play there for a couple of years, bounce around. And until like Podunk Towns exactly. too. Yeah. So now I can go into Austin for four years, be a big name, get money, you know, hang out with the minister of culture and then – Make my way to the that's, league. Honestly, that's kind of dope, Dave. They threw 300k at a dude from my high school, and he bought an F350. It's a true story. <laughs> it, did he buy the same thing up here? Uh, he was well, yeah. He was truck. Every month. day was truck month back then. Sure. Times were different. Yeah, as it, soon it as could you drastically would, change. Hmm? Yeah, and if, and the only negative I think is that it it makes strong like big branded programs even bigger. Mm -hmm. I mean, in more of a you know more enticing for these kids to sign up. Yep. It's just yeah, but I. I'm for it. Yeah, I've, I'm. I've already kind of put on my uh, opinions out. My bad. 
opinions, apparently, or unpopular opinions, if you will, on not necessarily being on the side of like, okay, pay players, just because I haven't seen a tangible system that's going to work. But I don't think that should get in the way of logic of saying if there's money being made, the players deserve a cut of that pie. Where I begin to kind of lose faith in that thought is like, there's a lot of money in high school sports. Like, where are we going to begin saying like amateurism starts and stops? Like, okay, can I sign yeah. a high school kid to deal? Because high school kids are announcing their like all star game appearances in 2024 right now. There's some five star running yeah, back, like you know, big time program. Dude, they're they're yeah. announcing what high school they're going to transfer to. <laughs> yes, or that they're not even going <laughs> to. Oh, that yeah. they're opting out of their final year and putting in a note oh, sack. Yeah. Like, Texas recruit graphics. Yes. The problem is graphics are too easy to make. <laughs> it's they have they have too much access to graphics online. Meme lord over here upset at ease of Adobe Spark. <laughs> it's just too easy. Like they're teaching the kids. He's so young these days. Uh, but, yeah, uh, keep, uh, as Brett would say, keep an eye out. Uh, I would expect the next news to drop on this on the 28th of this month. And then as of the first of next month, kids in town are going to be getting checks cut for, you know, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Interesting. So are you putting a major bag alert out there or major bag watch? I think a fair market bag alert. A fair market bag is alert play. is in, definitely <laughs> okay. <laughs> a warning sure. for sure, not just a watch because you know it's out there. You know what's in my bag? Mm. Vizzy Hard Seltzer. There you go. It's one of those insulated ones that keeps them cool. One of those bison ones. Yeah, yeah. dude, Vizzy Hard Seltzer, man. Where do I begin? There's no probably hard with seltzer the ass- that I want to. I would begin more. talking about the acerola, which is a super fruit. It has vitamin C, antioxidant it's vitamin super C. Super fruity. It's a super fruit. Do the thing. Acerola is a super fruit. Super fruit. Do the last line. This is your thing. It's super fruity. I Did don't I like. That? I don't like how soulful you get on the last. It's super fruity. Yeah, I it's, kinda he's it. like self auto tuning. I respect it. It's, pretty, that, it's pretty good. You're kind goaty? of the T pain of the paw. Is that goaty? D pain. Peter Gabriel. They call you go on. D pain. They, they do call me D pain. Pre pain. <laughs> well, pre. I'm sorry. We already did the D pain segment. We're in a read. Let's Busy go. is more than just a hard seltzer <laughs> with vitamin C, KJ. They celebrate inclusion and they've donated $1 million to the human rights campaign over three years to support their fight for LGBTQ plus equality. There are plenty of hard seltzers to choose from. Plenty. Look, we know that. We go to the mm-hmm. stores. We shop. Not to oh, brag, but oh, we go shopping. to the grocery store. Oh, yeah. It, sometimes I'm, like, overwhelmed. I'm like, dude, there's two. I'm, where's, just get me to the Vizzy. I got to weed through this one and that one that I don't want. There's a new one popping up every day. But let me tell you, there's nothing out there. Nothing quite like Vizzy. They include my favorite flavor, of course. I said this earlier, peach lemonade. They got the new lemonade flavors, the peach one that I just mentioned, Water, raspberry, watermelon's strawberry. Watermelon's the best. Watermelon lemonade. You're a Sorry, big watermelon guy. And and here's the thing. I skipped over this. To, cel- to, celeb- to celebrate pride, excuse me, in a meaningful way, they're creating a label-less can to reinforce the beauty of loving our unique personal identity and living beyond pre-assumed labels. No labels, bro. It Those might be labelless, but it's, it's the it's the oh. sexiest labelless can I've ever seen. Have you seen? I, have you seen it? I think you're right. It's I picked one heat. up at Mudhook and Duncanville. They were great. I like the Instagram they posted. Look, it's exciting. It's a limited edition. Get them now. I don't know. We could just sit here and talk about our favorite Vizzy flavors, but we like them all. Really, there's not one that I I never sad when I open up my fridge and see I've got like one or two left because I know I'm gonna like those no matter what flavors. I might be partial to the peach strawberry or the peach uh, lemonade, but th- that's fine. That's I'll drink facts. whatever. Yeah. B C L. 
black cherry lime. There you go. Upgrade your hard seltzer to Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase their limited edition pride package or any of their other refreshing flavors, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. To get updates on their latest flavor drops and more, sign up for emails at VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. you got to be 21 or older. Okay? Can I solicit some unsolicited Viz picks out there? Why don't you at too much dip or meat smokers only? No, You'll get that RT on Insta. This guy wants to party. Wow. Some unsolicited, solicited Viz picks. Wow. On that note, let's take this thing to the party. It's party time, baby. We got to talk uh, Euro Cup. Oh, yeah, no, it says check out Sunday Scaries for a deeper review. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> This completely fooled me. <laughs> I hadn't looked at the sports party yet. Yeah. I did watch Hungary, France. That was my Saturday morning. More than y'all did. I mean, Dylan, you know. you're probably hungover. No, but I no, but I didn't watch soccer. <laughs> Actually, I, I was low-key hungover. That's fact. I watched the first, <laughs> uh, first half of Czechoslovakia. Or no. Czechoslovakia, correct? No, Czech Republic, because this yeah, is an 18 year old. Yeah, no longer Fuck. exists. Freaking bread Sorry, over Sorry, I've here. been playing uh, Call of Duty Cold War too much. Yes, Czech Republic and uh, the other team that has Luka Modric on it. I'm just killing it right now. What the hell is that team? What team? It, are you? It's hard to say. Yeah, really. whatever. I watched the Euro Cup. I watched the first half. Uh, Luka Modric and uh, his Croatia. Team. Thank you. Duh, Green dude. stuff. Croatia, I knew they it came back time. to They came back to tie, just like France, Hungary. I don't think we've had too many big upsets yet. Um, the group of F, or the group death, as I like to call it, uh, has provided a lot of excitement. Um, but, you know, catch me waiting on the group or the round of 16, which should be starting this weekend. Dylan, tell me about your Golden Knights. Golden Knights, of course, they won game one. Kind mm-hmm. of, uh, kind of in dominating fashion, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, dropped games two and three, which mm. your boy did not like seeing. So it's over. Series is done. It looked pretty grim last night through two periods because it was one nothing Montreal. And uh, guess what happened, Dave? Golden Knights scored. Talking OT. Boom. Golden Knights mm-hmm. win in OT. Series tied two two. Going back to Vegas. It's now a three game series. Vegas has home ice advantage. Let's fucking go. Quick question there. Uh, what do you think about Flurry's uh, faux pas, if you will, damn near own goal in it in game four and costing them that game? In game four? Game four, I believe, is where he tried to settle the puck in front of the net and cost them a goal. And I think that was a game deciding goal. It lost 2-1. They pulled Flurry in uh, game five, and he sits on the bench. Game, Whoever, f- game four was last night. Game three, you're right. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, so my math is bad. Uh, but, yeah, they pulled him. He didn't play last night. Whoever he did not played. play last night. Robin Leonard yes. Leonard played last night. So do you want to see Flurry back out there um, or let the hot hand play? I want to see Flurry. I want to see Flurry back out there. He's got the experience. He's had a better overall playoffs. Um, they let Leonard start game one of which series was it? It may have been the opening series. I forgot. Anyway, mm-hmm. and he had a t- an atrocious game. Gotcha. Pulled him. And Flurry's been pretty strong up until that faux pas. That Question made, so. and uh, topic entirely sponsored by Brett Marion. Yeah. Did I can't you? wait to hear about how I... I, I, I no, you got it right. I'm saying I butchered the question because Brett no, no, had to feed fine. that to me. Uh, but Islanders yeah, I'm also watching... nodded up as well, too. Yes. I'm all Islanders on that because fuck the Ning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you Ning. start doing it, too. <laughs> You're going to make it a thing. Did y'all watch any of the French Grand Prix? I did. Again? 
I did. Um, you know, this brings a lot of strategy questions into play. Was it a one-stop race? Was it two? We're talking pit stops, Dylan. It's where you get your tires changed and stuff. Um, for me, my theory and my what I would do, I would simply have no stops, so I wouldn't waste any time. And how would you how would you remedy the uh, the fuel running out? Just keep going. Really, run on vibes. I think run okay. on vibes. If my tires can't take it, then I didn't deserve to win. <laughs> That's really? how I look at it. Yeah, uh, Lewis Hamilton held the lead, and then I don't know what what lap toward the end that uh, Verstappen got him. But it was a fun race. A lot of chatter on Twitter. Uh, I, it, it kind of feels like the sport is gaining popularity over here, which is fun well, to it see. It absolutely is. Yeah, it's fun. Probably a large part to the Netflix documentary. I would say so. It's yeah. Done a lot. Like, for how the, much lot money for the sport. do you think that they deserve? Like if that just continues, because it's a one to one correlation, in my opinion. Like yeah. it's obviously it got us all into it. You know, I've got my dad into it, and everybody else that I've talked to who knows about F1 now is on the backs of this you know, show. That's incredibly successful. I can't say the same for any of the other style shows, and I'm very happy that it's happened because the F1 production, in terms of it being a two-hour experience, Sunday morning when you weren't doing shit else, like it's perfect. Yeah. Extra sports. A lot Speaking of, of extra sports, a very extra sport. Ooh. Los Olimpicos. The Olympics. Sorry, I was in Mexico recently. Uh, Olympics are back soon. Hey, glaring lack of you running into the ocean, by the way. Okay. Full disclosure. We did have a little session of sitting on the beach in a little daybed. I'm just putting it out there. Your boy basically just fell asleep on a daybed. And yep. Nicole's like, hey, do you want to go down and get in the water? I was like, oh, I'm good here. I was like, bring me another whatever you got on that tray. Something tall and strong? Yeah. Get a hurricane? And <laughs> I fully, fully prepared for this moment. I purchased a hat for this moment. It was a really ugly hat. I didn't keep it. It was a cheap hat at the gift shop for like $22. It's bad. Purchased a hat for this moment. I stretched, laid down on that day bed, and your boy caught some seeds. So Let's bad performance go. by me. Dylan won. Zero me on the on the ocean runs. You know, the key is to uh, you get those knees high. Yeah. You know, you got to chop. The key is to go out there and do it is really. And yeah. fucking film it. Stop being a bitch like I was. Damn. Anyhow. Damn. Olympics are back. Trials are on. Swimming and track and field started this weekend. I'm sure we'll get some gymnastics next week. Um, hey, so I am capital H for the Olympics. Is this, this white kid bowling? Is he not as fast <laughs> as we thought he was? He is, but it's. I think it's just different at this point. Well, know? yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he's trying to qualify for the to be one of the, the fastest man alive. I he, get it, but in high school and and taps like where he was, I guess two years ago is when he kind of made his name. He's a sophomore, junior. Shit, we were just UGA, talking about right? Yeah, UGA. So we were just talking about him last July. So this must be the end of his freshman year at Georgia. I just think he's probably two or three years out of training like a professional level athlete. He has skills. He has talent. I mean, the guys that he's racing against are like about to race for gold. Like you know, he yeah. probably could compete at the Czech Republic. Definitely at Czechoslovakia. Slovakia. Yeah, he'll probably be great back then. <laughs> um, okay. He so is built to finish Montenegro. like ninth? Uh, there were eight runners in his heat. He finished seventh Seven. because the eighth guy pulled up that hamstring. That's tough. But, hey, okay. he still was there in, in Olympic trials. So you weren't there? That's still top 20 or 30 in the nation. Safe to say he would beat me in a foot race, Dave, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, shout out to Dallas yeah. Carter's own Sha'Carri Richardson. Sha'Carri? Really? Dallas yes. Carter, huh? If uh, I raised young Kai uh, through his high school years in my current home, he would have to attend Dallas Carter. 
which means I will not be raising Kai as soon as high school years. Wait. My house falls into Carter High School District for no reason. I've got a lot of questions yeah. because you live. Yeah. How are you not in DeSoto? It's a, it's a problem. They needed some tax dollars, I guess. I don't know. Oh, wow. It I gets split. That. Junior high and anyways. Anyways, niche high school districting talk. I mean, uh, he'll maybe you'll get recruited to go to Duncanville. I mean, if they recruit, That's I don't never think they do that. never happened before. Uh, no. Any Olympics that you guys are actually, like, into enough to watch the trials for or watch, like, pre-Olympic content? Trials, no, but um, women's gymnastics is so fun. I'll be watching okay, gymnastics. Guys. And I'm not – this is not an H – this isn't H-related. Okay. What do you mean? It's be, it's become a very popular series of events. I agree. Simone Biles – Straight up goaded, not even low key, not sneaky. She's just absolutely goaded. Dude, Dylan brought the take cannon. Um, here's what I'm here's what I'm wondering though. Women's gymnastics are usually good for like three years, like that's the prime of their ability. Okay. And then when they're like 17 years old, Simone Biles is a little older now, and the limits got pushed a year. Is she gonna be? I yes. know she's gonna be there, but is she still? On top of her game. She will dwarf anybody because I think she was fairly young last Olympics. So okay, she is a freak. Man. That's the weird thing about Olympics is like you just have to kind of be born on the right year for some of these sports yeah. to get like uh, like in swimming, Katie Ledecky. Yeah. Who's extremely talented. And now they've got a 15-year-old, another Kate from Iowa, I want to say, who's going to be making her first Olympics. And now she'll be able to go there yeah. for or 15, 19, potentially in 23. Yeah. You'll hear – you hear some of the commentary on the Olympics and like, oh yeah, she's 16, so this will probably be her last Olympics. Like, what are you talking about? She's a child. I'll be all over this because uh, in my household, um, my wife uh, did gymnastics growing up okay. for uh, quite a that. while. Yeah, and so she's she's excited. She told me this morning. Yeah, so this week we're gonna watch some gymnastics stuff. So I guess men's, I'll be watching some of that. Men's one hundred, uh, men's one hundred in in women's gymnastics because you guys see who the fastest man in the world is. You just for got sure. to men's two hundreds. Fucking awesome to see as well. Yeah. Eight hundred. It gives me cramps watching. That that is the oh hardest God. race on the planet. Uh, I'm going to publicly solicit. Uh, okay, let me rephrase this. Publicly appeal to both your wife and uh, intern Klein Sigoth. You know, can we get some uh, actual gymnastics knowledge? Maybe there are correspondents come actual uh, Olympics time. Because otherwise, I don't want to be in here being like, oh, and that woman from Czechoslovakia is really dominated on the all around. And U.S. women's cleans up. Yes. They are legit. Yes. Dave. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, new sports this year. I think baseball's back in it. New Golf is alert. still there. And skateboarding, I believe, is there. So Sick. Yeah, I was supposed to be in it. But but you're not good anymore? <laughs> no, I I, jam- I hit my toe on, like, uh, the dog bowl. I, like, stubbed it. It was just painful. You guys ready to run it back? Yeah. Let's run it back, Dylan. Oh, gosh. All right. We're running it back. Oh, and no. Of course, running it back is the segment during which we talked about what we already talked about. Dylan fumbled his first ever too much dip tweet. <laughs> Rhodes made his pod debut. Actually, more of a virtual happy hour, but we heard him. Dylan enjoys sports representing cultures and ethnic backgrounds from all over the globe, <laughs> despite what KJ would, be, would uh, allude to. KJ had an Auburn muff. His words. His words. His words. It's in quotes. Dylan won't get that thing bleached. <laughs> that is facts. KJ likes his streakers fully nude or get out. Also supports naked tasing. Wow. Attack the blue. KJ doesn't support Music City boxing like Dylan and Dave do. Thank you again for the shirt. 
Yeah, Whatever. thank you, Music yeah. City Boxing. I will Very do a cool. training camp there Very before cool. it's all said and done. Mississippi State's pitcher, Walla Chach, was dealing Sunday. Chach bag. Robots are taking our gerbs. <laughs> bag alert. Fair market bag alert. <laughs> KJ speaks Spanish now. <laughs> and Dave will not appear in the Olympics in the skateboarding event. <laughs> you know, and that's to everyone's surprise. I'm excited for that. Is that so? That is this year. I they, don't know. You know what they say, dude. Skater die. So they do. Is it the half pipe? I got my half pipe. They're actually doing a full pipe. It's crazy. They're doing loopy loops. It's just guys pulling pipes. So it's just a long drive. Mm-hmm. Why is the long drive not in there? They should have long drive. Is golf back this year? Yeah, bring yeah. Zazie Beats or uh, damn it, that's not her name. She also has big hair though. Troy Mullins. Yes. What do you want hey, her in there for? Hey, remember when really Ricky like her swing? I want women's long drivers. I remember when Ricky quality. Ricky Fowler got the uh, the tattoo? Yeah, and then, oh, the rings. And, and then they just got their their. Did he get bronze? They got he their asses anything? beat in. I but wasn't the scoring or how they did that event in Brazil like I don't remember really how it janky? It was just, it wasn't even match play. It was kind of weird. But I don't know. I'm all in. Uh, what I don't need is like a Ryan Lochte type story, like trying to make a name for himself. And I'm not talking about the bathroom like wreckage, but like every year there's somebody who has to try to become the the bad boy or the cool bro, like all the way back to I know we're in overtime here. Whatever Dan and his Dave? name is. No, what's the guy's name? Uh, Brody, the skier. Brody Miller. Oh, uh, Brody Miller. Bodie Miller. Bodie Miller. Bodie Miller. Like I don't need that this year. But more Olympics this summer. Goodbye. Sorry, your boy's on one today. That's it. Bye. We'll be back next week. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. Sports are just like I don't that. want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.